Two of the five top safety features on vehicles, airbags is number one. As I was mentioning, I was going down the highway and I witnessed a accident right after it happened. The EMS had not even gotten there yet and this vehicle was out on a ditch. Highways are extremely dangerous here. They barely ever have rails on the sides, you know, even near ditches, near cliffs, near embankments. The highway design here is also conducive to deadly accidents and they have prioritized human safety very, very low on the toting pole. And as a consequence, we have often cars hitting ditches, going down cliffs, going down embankments, flipping over, turning over. And luckily, now we have airbags that save a lot of lives when cars turn over, especially airbags that are side door airbags. We have side impact airbags now in many, many vehicles. And of course, the front steering wheel airbags are also lifesavers a lot of times especially for these bastards that don't wear their seat belts those may be a second chance for them sometimes another big development that has been i believe on the rise or it's up and coming and it's increasing in numbers in vehicles is the forward collision and warning system forward collision warning and braking. Many cars, such as the one I'm driving right now, a Toyota Prius, have this feature where it will warn you when the car detects that there's an object about to be hit, another vehicle or something else, a static object in front of you. It'll warn you with a series of beeps or tones. And then if you don't react, some cars, I'm not sure about how many, will tap the brake for you. It may not stop completely, but it will at least slow down and that can make a life or death difference in an accident with either another vehicle or even a pedestrian. So that is a big development that I hope most vehicles get or all vehicles get. And the next best thing, even better than that would be if it would be mandatory in vehicles. Maybe someday soon it will. Another development is the blind spot monitoring system in vehicles where the vehicle basically will warn you when there's a vehicle on your side traveling adjacent to you as you are trying to switch lanes and you may not be noticing or that vehicle may be on your blind spot or you may be just distracted. It will warn you, hey, there's a vehicle there. It will beep, give you a tone. It will vibrate as some vehicles will, whatever. The warning method, I believe an audible method and a vibration method combined would be best. Also, the lane keep assist, they call it. It's a system that basically through cameras, I believe, they use cameras or one camera and software detect the lanes, the painted lines on the road that basically make up the lanes. And the vehicle does detect that. And if you do not put your turning signal or you're not, you don't intend to switch lanes and you veer off of your lane, the vehicle will warn you, will warn you, and whether it's audible or through vibration on the steering wheel. I believe when I test drove the Nissan Aria, the new electric SUV from Nissan, it did have a warning, which was a vibration, I believe it was, on the steering wheel. I'm not sure if that is an option you can change to an audible tone 
or maybe have both that would be best but I believe that is a good safety feature there for vehicles another one number five is the inattentive driver monitoring system I believe this is quite in vehicles I know of only maybe a couple of models vehicle makers that have these systems out Tesla I believe is one of them where it monitors your face and your eyes specifically and if you're paying attention on the road or if you are looking down too much or falling asleep closing your eyes etc the system will know and will somehow notify you. I'm not sure what method they use to notify you that you are probably not paying attention to wake the hell up I know Volvo is set to have such system too maybe some of the other luxury brands have it too such as Mercedes I am not sure about BMW but uh, I would recommend you look that up maybe it's something that you really look for on your next new vehicle or used vehicle and talking about purchasing vehicles I have also found a list this is per consumer reports it is a publication here that perhaps has some reputation of reviewing vehicles for safety and testing them and putting out a list do research on uh, their reliability and reputation but I have found out for small cars that the Acura Integra is a safe vehicle. It's listed among the safest small vehicles somehow. The Subaru Impreza is another very safe vehicle, second on the list. The Toyota Prius, refreshingly, is third on the list. And the Toyota Prius Prime is fourth on the list. So those are the top four safest small vehicles. If you're looking for a mid-sized vehicle, that's basically all I'm going to list right now. You can look for that list on the Consumer Reports as safest vehicles on the road or whatever year you're looking for. For the mid-sized, safest vehicle is the Honda Accord. And the second on the list is the Hyundai Ioniq 6. I believe that may be an electric vehicle or hybrid or both. So that's refreshing to know. Second on the list for mid-sized, safest vehicles. The third on the list is the Subaru Outback. And the fourth on the list is the Toyota Camry. Of course, I think that may depend on the model. Some models do not have all the safety features that Toyota offers. I believe some of them don't bring. That's the one I'm driving. The lane change monitoring system. It was an option that I had to get a more expensive trim to get. And I believe that's wrong. I mean, you should not have to have more money to enjoy a safety feature from a vehicle that could be just slapped on during manufacture and just built into the price for every freaking vehicle for that manufacturer. If you want as much safety as possible, why not offer that as standard? Offer all of your safety features, all of them as standard in every model. I have also compiled a list of fatalities per 100,000 population per state by United States states. And this is from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, for the year of 2021. That was the last year when this kind of data is available, the latest year as of this writing. If you go to that website from the CDC, you can also look at prior years, 2020, 2019, 2018, etc. And you can compare 
how the trends have been in motorist death by state. And the reason I put this list together is to see how the states are doing when it comes to getting their act together in motorist safety. How well they're doing managing and limiting and minimizing the deaths out on the road, whether it's by motorists on vehicles or pedestrians killed by vehicles or vehicle drivers or both. I chose a certain metric, which is the death rate per 100,000 in the state's population. I think this is more indicative of how well or bad they're doing, managing and limiting their deaths, their roadway deaths, because it is adjusted by population. Of course, if you have a state that has a very small, tiny population and it has a lot of deaths compared to that tiny population, then they're doing very bad, as if you look at at a state with a large population and a larger or a large amount of deaths but when you look at the rate or the percentage of those deaths compared to their population is actually not as bad as the smaller population states so you have to look at that metric that says the death rate per 100,000 people on that state and that will give you a better idea I believe of how bad it is how bad the situation is on that state from worst to best. I believe there are some states here that are missing. There are only 48 per my count. And the worst state in the nation when it comes to driving accidents, deaths on the road is West Virginia. Worst in the nation at 134.7 deaths per 100,000 people. That is just disturbing. The amount of people that are dying per every 100,000 there on that state. It is a very rural state and and yet no particularly large city and yet people are getting killed left and right on the road. I mean, what is going on, West Virginia? This is just embarrassing. I am not sure. I have not done much research on that state and their traffic situation there in their cities or maybe out in their countryside or suburbs, but it's just horrendous. Get your act together. The city managers, planners, the transportation department there needs to get their act together. That number, I went back a few years and I went back looked at the years prior and the number did not rise above 100 for a few years there and then it jumped all the way to 134 and that is quite sad and quite embarrassing to have your number spike that much in just a couple of years. Second worst in the nation at 47 is New Mexico, second worst in the union for the death rates per 100,000 in their population. 101.4 people dying every 100,000 people on the roads in New Mexico. Embarrassing. Get your act together. Tennessee, unsurprisingly, at 100.5 people per 100,000 dying on the road. This is yearly, folks. Yearly. Every year. Over and over. Constantly. Consistently. Doesn't change a whole lot from year to year. If anything, it goes up and it is just indicative that we're doing something wrong. Something is array with the way we have our transportation. We have to rethink the car. The car is a mistake. The car is a problem. And this is just evidence for it. I mean, what else do you need? Louisiana, fourth worst in the nation when it comes to traffic. At 98.1 people dying on the roads per 100,000 people on their population every year. This is for the year 2021. Coming up, 
at 44. Kentucky, 96.3 people dying on the road every year per every 100,000 people. Again, the numbers, folks, is adjusted per every 100,000 people on this list, but these states are producing thousands of deaths per year. Don't be fooled by this rate. This is a rate, not a total number. The total number is up in the thousands for each one of these states. Some of them are multiple thousands. Some of them are multiple tens of thousands for the larger populations. I mean, we're talking mounds and mounds of bodies, my friends, on the road, being scooped up, being put away, buried every year, mounds of body. Think about it that way. Maybe you'll start to appreciate the problem here. Number 43 on the list keeps going. South Carolina, 88.5. Death rates on the road. Number 42, Maine, 86.2. Alaska, number 41 on the list. That is towards the bottom when it comes to limiting their deaths on the road. Alaska is one of the worst for 84.5. Ohio follows Alaska, embarrassing at 81.9. Mississippi follows Ohio, on the worst on the list, 81.2. Dead motorists or pedestrians on the road every year per 100,000 of their population. Delaware, 80.6, an embarrassment following just above Mississippi. I mean, come on, embarrassment. North Carolina, just above Delaware with 79.1. Arizona at 78.6, Vermont 77.8, dead motorists on the road every year per 100,000 of their population, embarrassing. Indiana 76.7, people dying on the road. Missouri just above Indiana at 75.1 people per 100,000 of their population. Oklahoma 74.1 of their people dying every 100,000 of their population every year. That is ludicrous. Get your act together. Wisconsin just above Oklahoma 74.1 also matching Oklahoma. Embarrassment. Montana goes above Wisconsin with 73.8. Pennsylvania matches Montana 73.8 people dying on their roads every year per 100,000 of their population. Rhode Island follows with 71.4, Colorado 71, 68.9 for Alabama, 67.4 for Connecticut, coming up at 25, right above Connecticut is Oregon, 67.4 for matching Oregon, right above Oregon is Arkansas, 65.8, right above Arkansas is Kansas, 63.6. New Hampshire, 63.2. Wyoming, 63 of their residents dying on the roads every 100,000 of their population. Washington State, 62.9. South Dakota, right above Washington State, 62.4. Michigan, 61.6. Minnesota, 61.4. Right above Maine is Nevada with 61.3. Maryland, 60.8. Idaho, 59.9. Virginia, 59.4. I am shocked about Georgia, 58.8. At a respectable 12 place on the list of 50. Not shabby, yet the body count is above 6,000 every year, which is very unacceptable. But in the light of all the recklessness going on throughout the country, I mean, and the heavy traffic here, this is not too a shabby of a number. I am shocked.
Illinois doing a bit better than Georgia with 56.7 people dying on their roads every year per 100,000 of their population. North Dakota amazingly doing better than Illinois, 56.5. Utah doing better than North Dakota, 53.2. New Jersey at 51.6. Texas is amazingly doing better than New Jersey and all the other states below it at 50.7. California, it is amazingly doing better than much of the other states. And even though the body count there is just horrendous, per 100,000 of the population, they're not doing so bad. They are only seventh on the list, the seventh best. California, Iowa doing very good, 48.7. New York doing well at 47, relatively well. And that is all I have for that list. That, my friend, tells you how bad the situation is. It is unbearably tragic, the situation. I mean, there's no words for it. It is just ridiculous at this day and age that this is going on, this amount of death. I mean, this is horrendous. This is per year, my friend, that thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands of people are dying and being maimed and harmed on the road because of our decisions, our decisions and our seemingly inability to realign, rethink, back up a little, retract some of the stuff we've done. I mean, how hard is it? How hard is it not to think about just money and profit and keeping things the same and keeping things rolling and keeping business open? We have grown to accept these deaths, these fatalities on the road. We have accepted these as a price for what? For driving our vehicles, for having a bit of freedom and going places, roaming around aimlessly 99% of the time. We just go to work and come back home. The other 1%, we have a little bit of fun. We go visit family. We go to eat, to shop, etc. Things that could easily have been done by walking, cycling, taking public transportation, the bus, the train, taking other modes of transportation. Hell, even flying is safer than our vehicle. If we were to somehow get personal flying vehicles, then we probably would be doing better when it comes to death during transportation. The car is a mistake. The car causes an unthinkable and unacceptable amount of death. We should not be dying this much and this often and this horrifically on the roads. And we need to rethink the car. The car should not be a free-moving object that people, the fallible and very dumb and distracted people, are able to drive anywhere they want. If they want to drive it off-road, they will. If they want to drive it up against a post, they will. If they want to drive it off a cliff, they will. I mean, this should not be the case. Cars, at the very least, should be on track. You should not be able to veer off the road because your tire blew out. You should not be able to veer off the road because you're looking down at your cell phone. You should not be able to veer off the road if your cat that you have with you jumps in your face. I mean, this is just ridiculous. The way we have designed and built and upkept and held tight the harmful, harmful, what we call the innovations and technology. We are very susceptible to mistakes, to error, to attraction, to distraction, to emotion, to bad judgment. Very susceptible to that and that won't stop. If anything that is getting worse, look at the numbers. If anything that is getting more prevalent, 
our mistakes are going to just continue to increase as we get more gadgets and bullshit and all kinds of distraction in our vehicles dashboards look at the new cars coming up they got tablets with game and farting apps on them that you can flip around and play with while you're driving this is beyond ridiculous my friend and it must stop Thank you very much. I'll leave it at that. I will hope to catch you on the next episode of this chat. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon. And please ensure to share this with your friends and family. And please like this content and subscribe as a sign of support. And for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you. Lastly, if you wish to support this content further, please visit the links provided in this publication. Thank you.